Hello and welcome to Head and Heart, a Keeper of the Lost Cities podcast. My name is Katie and I'm here with my best friend and co-host Frankie. Hey guys! And guess what? We have some Keeper news for you! I mean, I'm sure you saw it if you're a Keeper fan and followed Shannon on her socials. But, um, what is happening, Frankie? Apparently, which I only knew this because of Katie. Because <laughs> I do not, not on socials. <laughs> no, I'm not on socials and already a little tangent, but the only way I ever know what's going on with a fandom is with news and stuff is because Katie will text me. Otherwise, I am oblivious. But yeah, there is a graphic novel coming out for Woo! Keepers. <laughs> Woo! So yeah. I am, I for one am really excited. Um, so that is what this episode is going to be about. It's going to be short and sweet. Hopefully, we promise. <laughs> uh, guys, we keep having technical difficulties when we're recording, and it is making it such a process. There's like three episodes at this point that just have been like booted because of technical difficulties. Yeah, that we've had to re record. It's insane. It kept freezing when we tried to record our Zitara podcast last. Uh, so this is just like it's gonna be shorter this time, guys. Just because I think we're both tired. We've been we've been trying to get episodes out, and it just has not been working lately. So like this is just gonna be a short, sweet episode, and then it'll be back to your regularly scheduled like rambling fifty-five minute episodes after this. <laughs> yeah, next should be on this podcast should be another reading reviews. We are going to continue those. It has been requested that we do. And then um, I did a poll on the Instagram and I've gotten responses in some of the reviews. So that will be next. And then we promise we will get that crazy, fun, chaotic, queer of the lost cities episode out soon. That we are going to sit down, have a whole night, and like it's going to be probably over an hour long. It'll, it'll oh, yeah. take forever to edit. I'll probably be slurring because I'll be drinking hard lemonade. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> more than usual. But I'll be ranting. Because I have horrible speech still from my Bell's palsy. Um, it hasn't gone away, so that's fun. But yeah, um, that should be a blast. And we have just had to put it off because every single time we have it scheduled, there's a wrench thrown in. So, yeah. or we're recording, the only time we have to record is in the morning at 10 a.m. or whatever, which and is not an appropriate time to drink. Yeah, so. especially because I work with kids in the afternoon, so <laughs> can't yeah. show up to work sloshed. I work anyways, with but. It. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, at, I'm on a college campus, I could get away with it. Frankie could not. No, that's a good way to lose my job, and it would be a good reason to lose my job, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you're not even going to have to worry about your Bell's palsy during that, I feel like, because after, like, 20 minutes, I feel like, even if you're slurring, I'm going to be hardcore ranting throughout the whole thing. You're, I don't know if you're going to get a um. word in edgewise, Katie. Like... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that is what you have to look forward to on this podcast. And yeah, uh, that's about all of our updates. We're in the same place. I finally moved out of my apartment. Um, I was having some apartment trouble. So thank goodness I'm in a much better living situation on yes. campus. We're doing a little like Halloween. Happy dance. dance. Happy, Happy dance. dance. Yeah. 
<laughs> and um, I'm still stuck at home. So no new updates from either of us, really, life-wise. <laughs> yeah. So what do you make of this news, Frankie? And are you excited about a graphic novel? It's going to be in two parts for the first book. So I'm excited, I think, for a different reason than you are. Um, mainly because while I appreciate, like the art that's going to go into it, and I appreciate um, the draw of it, I guess. <laughs> draw as in drawing people in, not <laughs> draw as in the art form. Um, so while I will appreciate it, and I'm sure it'll turn out to be beautiful, I'm actually excited about it because this most likely means that Shannon will be putting back her book by another year, which I'm hoping gives her the time to make it the last book. Like That's what I'm thinking. Yes, this gives me hope that they are giving her, by doing this, they are giving her the go-ahead to take all the time she needs, take two years to write this book, to make it how she wants it, to make it enjoyable and palatable, and so that we get everything we need in a final book. And to just make it right for the fans and for her. So that's kind of why I'm excited about the graphic novel. Not even necessarily for the graphic novel itself, but just because I see what this could mean for book 10. Yeah, because this is coming out in November. Is there a specific date? Let me read the post. The 7th. November 7th. Um, so that is the, you know, usual keeper slot mm -hmm. like for a new keeper release be it you know a new book or the paperback of the previous book that came out finally being released mm -hmm. um so i i agree i think that this year we're going to get the graphic novel and hopefully the stellar loom paperback which i can you know ransack with sticky notes for all the so moments yeah and then after that we can get uh the final book in, in 2024 so i hope we're right about this i'm really excited i the artist is gabriella chianello or is it bridge b-r-y-c-h um she's italian which i love <laughs> <laughs> because I, if you didn't know, I'm Italian-American, Italian-Sicilian, and um, she is a comic artist and illustrator, and she, her style is fantastic. I think it's going to be very interesting to see these characters in her style. It's very angular, but she's drawn like, ooh, is that an Ace Pride drawing on her? It Idiot. is! Okay, is she I Ace like too? I don't know, but I like this woman. <laughs> oh my god, Katie has found the older version of herself. Actually, she might not be older than you. So Katie has found herself again. <laughs> um, it's an original. Yeah, it's an original <clears throat> character who's who's Ace that she drew. She kind of looks like Cassandra from Tangled the series. She has Cassandra's hair. Ah. She's, she's drawn. Um, Arcane characters, the arcane characters look fantastic in her style. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to this. It's very different. It's very, like I said, angular. Yeah. It's very sharp. I think so it could work I think, well. I think it'll work very well. I think it'll bring like a, a much needed, almost maturity and like a yeah. good contrast to the cover style, which is very soft. It'll be a very interesting take. 
yeah, I'm picturing it right now, and I think, especially for this elf world, I think with elf, like, depictions, I almost like them when they're more jagged, when they're not softer. Like, elves, to me, like, their structures, their, their, their bone structures, their, like, palaces, their architecture, like, it should feel jagged to me a little bit. I don't know why. That's just, I like that with, like, elf culture. Yeah, I like it as well. I also just like it for graphic novels in general. Mm. I like a more superhero kind of angular, like I said, I keep coming back to that word, but it's really what it is. Like, the drawings itself, themselves, excuse me, are, like, composed of all angles. They're not soft, rounded lines. It's not, mm -hmm. you know... Mary Blair style, so to speak, you know, if you're familiar with Disney history. Um, it's very much a sharp, jagged, kind of more mature look that I really, really enjoy. It kind of reminds me of that um, Lunar Chronicle style of those graphic oh. novels. Ooh, yeah. I like so that, it's a different, too. Totally different color palette, I imagine. Those have, like, a very distinct distilled color palette oh yeah but, but in terms of like the line style if that makes sense like the outline I think it's going to be kind of along that vein so I I'm pumped I am glad that this is giving her more time to craft what's hopefully the final book um because if this series goes until 2025 I'm going to scream yeah <laughs> Long series. It is a long series. When was the first book published again? Was it 2012? 2012. 2012? So it's already will have been going on for 12 years if it, yeah. in, if it does come out in 2024. Um, good lord. Poor, poor Shannon Messenger. Like, <laughs> I just can't imagine writing in the same, the same characters and yes tied to this world for so long yeah for so long not being able to get outside of this world that's why i have like a lot of respect for um cassandra claire's writing like her how her writing style has evolved through the years same with um you know other other people who have stayed within their worlds like uh rick reardon things like that uh the six of crows lee bardugo but like i can't imagine they're crazy. They're insane. Like, they're insane for sticking to these worlds for so long because I can't imagine doing it. Like, I can't, like, I can't imagine staying within those boundaries because, and again, I love them and I think they, they do an amazing job. But for me, thinking of, like, spending that long with, like, in the same universe, I would be tearing my hair out at its roots. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I have a similar respect for Cassandra Clare's writing, not for Cassandra Clare herself. Um, her I writing. Yes, her writing in the world she's built. That's um, what I was speaking of. Yes, yes. Yes, her herself has some serious issues, which is not for this podcast, but <laughs> that is for like a Cassie Clare Shadowhunters episode of my multi-fandom podcast, which is hopefully starting up again soon, so keep an ear out for that. But... um. Who do you do that one with again? Myself, and I bring different guests. Oh on. God! Okay, I, you have so many that I just cannot keep track. I, I cannot. <laughs> I can't keep track of who is with what because you have so many. You and I have spoken before of doing like multi fandom stuff, just doing one where we talk about literally anything, which would be mm -hmm. interesting one day. But yeah, 
yeah, definitely not a topic for the keepers. Uh, <laughs> no, <podcast>. no. <laughs> I just want to make that clear in case anyone listening is aware of the Cassandra Clare or Judas controversies. <laughs> Do you see it's like the pretty. warning lights flashing to you from my screen? I'm like, Katie, stop. <laughs> Katie, stop talking. Back I just wanted to give that disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, overall, I, yeah. I keep saying this, but I'm really excited. I think that it's going to turn out beautiful. I think it'll be interesting to see how the characters are depicted in this graphic novel, like how they'll be styled and how they'll be designed. Indian fits factor. <laughs> I hope so. Even if, okay, I as much as I'm rooting for a black Sophie in, or just woman of color Sophie mm-hmm. in the, the series. Homer TV adaptation, I don't think they're going to do that here. No. And I but don't I think do they should. I do hope they do Indian fits in Biana. POC, it fits in Biana Vacker. I, I want it in my soul. I want them to be made darker skinned than they become in the books. Because they, because like it's weird. Like she changes their descriptions a couple times. Sometimes they'll have like a tanner look. Sometimes they'll be very pale. Like, but I, I don't care. I, I like POC backers. Like that is literally all I want <laughs> for them not to look like vampires. I, you know. Yeah, I want you know Biana to have Indian or Desi style dresses. Like, I just I, I need it in my soul. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. I just, (laughs) I see it. I see it so clearly. (laughs) What, where do you think they're going to break off the part one from part two? That's what I'm unsure of because honestly, like, there's two kind of conclusions within the first book. The first is it could be after they get kidnapped, right? Like, and the whole second it, part is them being kidnapped? Well, kidnapped, but then she comes back and she has the whole run-in with Grady and Edeline, and then she goes and she stops Fintan from exploding the whole elf world, and then she comes back again, and I, but like, I don't know where they would stop it before the kidnapping, because nothing else feels like, like a stopping, nothing else feels like a stopping point or a cliffhanger, but it's too far into the book that I don't see how they do that either. So I'm like at a loss for where they could possibly end this. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think, is it because the center of the book is actually around Keith's introduction. Yes. That's like the halfway point. So is that just the big, like that's the big cliffhanger. We don't actually see Keith's face in this book. Like, we don't see his face. That would, they just, that would actually be hilarious. That, that would work. That's your, that, Shannon, if you're listening, that's your selling point. That's your selling point. <laughs> you don't show Keith at all in this first book. And then the very last panel, it's like, you know, there's the wall. And then you see, like, a hint of him sitting next to it. Like, it cuts off, like, half of him. And then there's the air bubble next to him. And it's like, you, you must, must be, be lost. lost. Yeah, like, that's it. End of book one. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something. Some people are worried about the future of Sokeith because of a post that Shannon made on her Instagram. Let me see if I can find it. I need. I need. Did this she to delete mean- it? 
She deleted it. What I is think. the post? Tell tell me now if you can remember because now I'm like I'm about to get irritated. Oh, here it is. <laughs> by a situation. <laughs> if there's a situation with these two in the last book, case I'm Katie, I'm going to lose my mind. So she has Team Kate. So it's for the Keeper Day challenge where you write hashtag Keeper Day on your hand. She didn't delete it. I was wrong. It was just hidden under a different panel. Okay. Um, and she has Team K written and crossed off, Team F written and crossed off, and then Team Sophie on her hand. And then her assistant said, Shannon wanted me to add that she took this picture because she knows some fans think she's now picked a team, but she's still Team Sophie to the end, and who knows what will happen next. No, they're doing this to placate fans. I'm not buying for it. I'm not falling for it. They did that to I, placate I fans. I agree. It I'm is, not too worried. She's saying she's team Sophie. No, no, no. She's saying she's team Sophie because she wants to remind everyone she's going to do what's best for Sophie. But what's best for Sophie is Keith. Shannon has shown she knows this. So do not freak out. This is a misdirect and it is also just to placate the fans who might be getting on her case about something. So, like, no, I'm, I'm not... When you first said this, I was about to get worried and also irritated if I knew something might happen to Sophie and Keith in the final book. But now that you've read it out to me, I'm like, no, okay, she's, we're fine. I'm not even going to think about this. Yeah, <laughs> so that worried. was the final day of the Keeper Week that she hosts on her Instagram. And it caused quite a stir in the comment section. <laughs> Guys, don't panic. She's, she... They are doing this just to, like, you know, I am Team Sophie, blah, 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 blah. And, yes, her being Team Sophie means she will, she will do what is right for Sophie, okay? Yeah, <laughs> and we all well, know like, what's right I, for Sophie. I am Team Katniss, but I want her with PETA. Right. <laughs> Obviously. like You know, because I'm Team Katniss, I want her with PETA. Right. So, like... So, <laughs> This doesn't worry me. I thought this was going to be something actually upsetting. This is just like, oh, okay. Yeah, she's just... Yeah, no, but it caused quite a stir. And people were like, no, Shannon, we're very happy with the team you've chosen and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Some people were theorizing that she's going to make Sophie like a counselor and not have any romantic relationship. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to overturn the council and like reform it. Right, because that would be so annoying. And it would be like Harry Potter joining the Aurors after he's seen everything awful in the, like, Hogwarts Ministry of Magic system, and then he just goes and joins the system. Like, that's one of the biggest criticisms. Obviously, there's a lot of criticisms with Harry Potter these days, but that's one of the, <laughs> that's one of the prevailing ones well, about the books themselves. That's one of the themselves. prevailing things of the books themselves. Yes, right. Separating right. from the author, which we are not getting into. No, no. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Like, in the books themselves, like, that's one of the biggest issues is that Harry sees all the problems with the Ministry of Magic and then joins them instead of doing, like, something like what Percy does in, like, uh, the Percy Jackson series where he kind of just tells the gods who have upheld a bad system to, like, I can't swear, but he basically gives them the middle finger and he's like, no, change your stupid system. Sophie is not going to join the council because then it would just be the harry potter debacle she's she's gonna pull a percy jackson and be like no (laughs) screw this i just i 
the second you said, like, oh, you know, and you know there's a lot of controversy with Harry Potter nowadays, I felt the the red dot yeah, in the computer that's, that's on why my I was forehead. Like, that's why I very quickly, <laughs> I very quickly was like, in the books! <laughs> Shut that down real quick. <laughs> we both, there's been a moment during this recording where we both looked at each other like, stop talking! <laughs> and we've only been recording for 20 minutes, so... <laughs> God. Oh my goodness. But yes, um, it would be similar. Or it would be it would be like if Percy had chosen to become a god. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm yeah. that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the comparison there. It's like, no, yeah. she's going she's not going to do it. And if she did, it would take away so much of the development she's had because the point of Sophie's development with the So Fitz and So Keith arc wasn't to show her that she's a strong, independent woman who doesn't need no man. That's not the where this was going. It was to show no. her that it was sh- to show her that like your first love isn't always who you think it is, and that's okay. Like that's yeah, okay. it's okay to have crushes that don't work out. Yes, that was the arc here with her and Fitz and her and Keith, and seeing what happens when like. You have kind of an obsession with someone and how that might not be healthy and how that that doesn't build the best relationships and the crushes don't always work out. And then you find a comfortable partner like that is the point. So like and it's a good message that doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen a lot in children's media. So to then throw it away and be like. Oh, but actually, she's just gonna join the system that, like, she, she's been rebelling against for ten books. That makes sense. No, it doesn't. So Shannon isn't gonna do that. I hope to God she doesn't. Cause I, be bl- I, I'm totally with you. I think she's just doing that to, like... Yes, placate. Play, yeah. Yes. No, that would be Blood of Olympus levels of disappointing. Like, Oh my gosh. And I was thinking of Blood of Olympus because she'd have to be incredibly petty. An anti fan to do what Rick Riordan did in Blood of Olympus. Rick Riordan wasn't even it wasn't even anti fan like it and it wasn't petty. I genuinely think he just kind of lost the plot for that book. It's not like other creators that I've seen go out of their way to give the middle finger to fans before. Like I think he genuinely just like wanted to get out of the Percy and Annabeth headspace. Uh, you're being generous. I think it was a mix of both. Mm, I, I don't know. I haven't thought about it in a while, so maybe, maybe not. But it's definitely not the worst case of pettiness I've ever seen. Like, I genuinely don't think, like, it was derived from the urge to be petty. Whereas with other creators, I've seen it definitely happen before, where they're just trying to tick off the fan base, which is yeah. incredibly irritating. Yeah. Well, we'll get more into that when we start our Rick Riordan-verse <laughs> Percy Jackson yes. podcast, which has been requested and we are working on hopefully for the summer. So, it has been requested multiple times and we have talked about it and we are figuring it out, guys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which will be very exciting because I love discussing those books. So, yeah. Um, what do you think they'll do for Sophie's design in terms of, like, do you think they'll keep her a white blonde girl? I think they will for this, but not for the a live action adaptation. Same. I think for this, they will keep her too, because it is still um, the book source. Like, you're still, for a graphic novel, you're going mostly off of the book source character looks, I feel like. Whereas, 
when you're changing it into an adaptation, there's more leeway there to be like, no, this is the actress we want. This is the actress who plays Sophie the best. If she happens mm-hmm. to be a person of color, she is a person of color. There's more leeway there. Whereas right. with a graphic novel, a graphic novel, you're not looking at an actress who has a personality. You're looking at the people in the books, the characters in the books, and you're going off of that and how they look specifically. So I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I think it'll be similar to the Lightning Thief graphic novel, Percy Jackson graphic novel in illustrated editions, where those stayed closer to the book character descriptions, but then yeah. the subsequent adaptations made it more diverse, which isn't a bad thing. No. I Grover, to me, now is black. Grover, to me, is is uh african-american and now that the tv show's coming out you know he's he's um another ethnicity is it indian sorry i don't want to get this wrong specifically yeah he's yes i know yes so um you know but grover to me because that opened up that avenue of pathways i've always seen grover as african-american now so like same thing could be said with keeper so exactly do you think they'll do the whole series and keep keeper going. <laughs> keep keeper going. Uh, I don't know, honestly, because it's so long. It's such a long. I think this is just going to be a book one thing. I think it might. I mean, be. a book one has to be two parts. Think about how many parts like the later books would have to be. Four parts when you get to like never seen and things like that. Like huge. No, I I don't think they can do it. All of the keepers books. It would be like. I don't want to be dramatic here, but it feels like it'd be a 20-year-long process. <laughs> it, no, it literally would. So, no, I, I don't think they can. I think you're right in that it will probably just be the first... It'll be a bo- first book special edition to maybe get younger people involved again. To maybe get, like, mm. younger readers involved again who maybe don't like picking up actual novels and who see a graphic novel piques their interest enough for them to then be like... Okay, well, if I want to keep reading the stories, I need to buy the actual novels. I think that's this the purpose of this, honestly. Yeah, I think it'll be like the illustrated and annotated editions, which if you follow the Instagram, you know I recently picked that up at the bookstore. <laughs> um, and they only did book one for that, for the same reason. So I think it'll be along those lines. Well, I think we have exhausted the topic of the graphic novel, which was kind of anticipated. It's a very small, you know, barely any news kind of a deal. But we want to cover it nonetheless and give our thoughts. So what are you hoping to see and to keep the Keeper fandom alive in general, Frankie? What do you hope, what media do you hope comes out? Besides the hopefully TV show, <laughs> I'm still yes, hopeful hopefully it's a TV, a TV show. show, not a movie. Yes, um, which I, I will be okay if it is a movie. I just want to clarify, like I, I will still obviously be expecting to enjoy it. I'll be hopeful, but I am just to be totally clear. We are both hoping it's a TV show, but um, yes. Honestly, when I think of shows that have tv shows or or series that have gone on forever even past their end date like it's really the heart of it that will always shine through in fandoms or if there's just an amazing ship like merlin merlin comes to mind it's been how many years since the end of merlin and it's still everywhere because it just had such a good story it had such a good plot the relationship between merlin and arthur 
has lasted a decade at this point. <laughs> so, like, when I think of things that would keep the fandom alive, like, it's kind of that. It's kind of, you need that, like, spirit. You need that drive. You Like, fanfics, a community. You need TikToks about it. Like, people dissecting it, kind of how we are right now. Like, you need people actively, like, pumping blood life into a series. <laughs> blood life. Life force into a series to keep it going. Yeah, as much as I would love a Harry Potter or Lightning Thief style hardcover illustrated edition, mm -hmm. um, we already have an illustrated edition. It's just in more of a regular book form. Yeah. We are getting a graphic novel. We're hopefully getting a TV show or a movie series. Hopefully right. Hopefully a TV show. I'm crossing my fingers. Mm-hmm. One thing I would like to see is what... One or both of two things. I would love to see a Christmas or holiday special in book form for the Keeper series. Uh. I, th I think that would be super fun. Where, like, either it takes place after the series ends or in the middle of two books. Or, although these books are pretty, like, go, go, go. I don't know if there's a spot in between any of them that you could do it. It may have to be no. after. Um, where... They celebrate Christmas or the holidays or whatever and everything in the elf world. And it's really cute. And it's like a little novella. Or I would love to see a bind up of all of the deleted scenes and extra scenes that are in the paperbacks. Mm, yeah, that would be interesting. I think for the Christmas one, we've talked about this in our Christmas episode. I don't think that they celebrate Christmas. So it would have to be like a cute moment where Sophie's like, oh, let me tell you about Christmas. Right, and then they like, right. right. Like sitting they around do the it fire for her. And like they do some of the traditions for her and all that. Yeah. After the right. war is over and, you know. Um, I think that could be really flipping cute. And I think the cover could be really cute and charming. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and um, like I said, but besides that, there really isn't many other mediums for her to exploit, like, the world more. They're, like, she's got everything covered right now, so, like, I think the thing that will keep this fandom going and keep this series going is it's gonna have to be, like, <laughs> the fans and things like that. That's yeah. how all and fandoms keep going. so big, I don't see it having spinoff series. It shouldn't. I would feel very weird about it, I think, so if it did I. have... If, if it it did. wouldn't feel like Keeper without Sophie. Well, without all of them. And and also yeah. the world isn't... I'm going to bring up Cassie Clare and Rick Reardon again. And, and how theirs work because their world, how they built off of them, they were able to have multiple storylines and timelines within their worlds. Whereas with this... It really has followed stor Sophie's storyline almost completely all the way through without, like, pause or gaps to make another side story in there. So, like, trying to find, like, another storyline to wedge in for another series would be extremely awkward to me. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm with you. So I don't see her doing it. I, I don't know why she'd want to, again. I think she to, wants again. to move on to new things, too. Same. Like I said earlier, I don't know why she would want to keep, like, I don't know why she would want to stay in this world for another five books after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That is, that would be Rick Riordan level dedication. That would be a whole literary, but even his, literary universe. 
But, right, but his is a universe. I think that's why it's easier for him not to get tired with writing within that world, because he goes to a new pantheon every four books. Like, he he right. goes to a whole new setting. He has whole new characters that still fit with the old characters because of how he's developed the world. So, like, he gets breaks. He's not just writing in one world. He's writing in a multiverse that honestly rivals Marvel at this point. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say... <laughs> Like, it does. Like, if the Percy Jackson show takes off and they just continue it throughout his series, like, if it really takes off, it could become a Marvel-type thing where it's like, oh my god, the new Percy Jackson series is out this year, it's the Carter, it's Carter Kane this time. Like, it would honestly be the kids' version of Marvel. And then it all ends with Endgame. (laughs) Oh god. Percy just <laughs> Percy comes back for the two hundredth time and he's just like, Can I be done now? Can you leave me alone? No. Percy comes through the portal after being dusted and he it's like he's Spider Man. He's Tom Holland's Spider Man, the fan favorite, and everyone cheers. Everyone's like, ah, <laughs> That's what happens Carter, every time he Carter makes comes a cameo. through and he's T'Challa and gives that nod. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> that is that is every time Percy makes a cameo in these books, there's two simultaneous reactions. The first one is, yeah, Percy! And then the second one is, can you let the boy rest? Please, dear gods, let the boy rest. He's done enough. Guys, if you I have love Percy how Jackson, you, I love how you just vocalize the inside you there are two wolves. Yes. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Post thing that people do online. <laughs> yes. Oh. oh my goodness. But yeah, so I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, I would like to see those two novellas or collections, if possible. Mm. Um, but, oh, here's a final question before we wrap this up. What yeah. do you think the bonus chapter or bonus scene is going to be in oh my God. Stella Loon's paperback? Hmm. Honestly, that isn't it usually... I don't know. Are we talking bonus scene kind of like, like it's just a whole other scene? Or are we talking, is she going to put, like, do you think, an excerpt from book 10 in there? No, I'm talking, like, the bonus scene from the con- from okay. Stella Loon. Okay, like, okay. Like um, hmm. the Keith scene in yes. flashback and the Lynn scene in, I think, Nightfall or Legacy has a yeah. deleted Lynn scene. One of them has a Lynn scene. Um. Oh, God. I don't know. It could be Keith. I think it'll be Keith in the human world. I think it'll be a moment with Keith in the human world because I think that'd be really interesting. That could be cool. Find out what he was referring to when he said he had help. That, exactly. That's what I'm... I'm talking about, like, him referring to help he got in the human world. I want to see how that transpired. Yeah. Yeah. And I made a joke about that as, like, a intrusive thought, kind of, like, oh, but if you found the girl he liked comment, I hope you guys know that I was kidding. Because <laughs> you did get a comment about that on the Instagram. <laughs> did you? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was saying that purposely as, like, a ridiculous intrusive thought as someone with OCD okay. who has intrusive thoughts. Like, not something that was a viable possibility. I hope you guys realize that. That was ages ago. <laughs> but I feel the need to disclaim that still. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, guys, with that, I think we've we've exa- exhausted all topics of 
conversation with this one. So, so yeah, let us know in the comments or on Instagram in the reviews. Are you guys looking forward to the graphic novel? What do you think of this news? Is it what you wanted to hear? Are you happy to wait longer for the final book or what's hopefully the final book in the right. ser Keeper series? And yeah, without further ado, happy Soki shipping because they will stay canon. <laughs> They will stay canon! <laughs> Happy so keep shipping. Goodbye, guys. Bye.